It is Tuesday. That means it's time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. In addition to uh, the autonomous vehicle, the electric vehicle, there are also new models on how to distribute these vehicles, and they involve uh, the shoreline along the city of Detroit. And it involves the Detroit Wayne County Port Authority. We're joined by Mark Schrepp, who's the executive director. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Thanks, Guy. It's good to have you with us. This almost seems like a step back in time when everything was transported by the river and through the Great Lakes. Oh, it is. Uh, we, we discovered photos of Ford motor cars being distributed to the UP on the, on the top of tankers. These tankers would bring coal and iron ore down, and Henry Ford would send vehicles back up to the UP because the interstate system wasn't what it is now. So they didn't have to deadhead. So why do it again? Well, we, we know that uh, actually Ford Motor Company came to us. We were looking at helping them export vehicles internationally. They said, no, no, we sell a lot of vehicles right here in the Great Lakes. We want to lower our carbon footprint. We make vehicles all the way from Chicago to Toronto and in between. Let's work on a way to move those vehicles from plant to dealership, mostly on the water. And so we've been working with them for the last year, and we're getting closer to you know meeting their goal of doing it at the same cost. So beyond, so do we know how much do we shrink our carbon footprint? Well, we did one estimate of moving vehicles from Detroit to Buffalo, 40,000 units a year. We would lower our carbon footprint by over 500,000 pounds. That's carbon floating in the air, but 500,000 pounds. So a half million pounds Yeah, to, to, to you and me. So there's obviously some ancillary benefits to that as well, which means fewer, and fewer car haulers on the road, fewer less congestion. Uh, in terms of traffic congestion, sure. not just emissions. So what's, what is and, the calculation there? And accidents and deaths. Um, you know, we also have a driver shortage. And we have a driver shortage, and costs are going up. And, you know, drivers who drive to Buffalo have to spend the night there. You know, if they're just driving from the plant to the port, they can go home at night. And so, you know, we take that long haul and, and move the vehicles, and, and drivers are happier because they aren't uh, on the road overnight. Is there a tra- traffic safety benefit as, as a result? Absolutely. Uh, statistics on road accidents for every, you know, 1,000 miles of, of truck traffic uh, will we'll save, you know, more than a few dozen lives with just that one route, Detroit to Buffalo. Over the course of a year or a few yeah, years? over a year. Wow. It's, it's, what about economic savings, or is it a little more expensive? It's a, we're we're going to come in around the same, but that's with one route. What Our goal is to, to get this institutionalized and higher volumes and, and come in at or below what they're paying now. But all of the car companies are looking to lower their carbon footprint, and especially around logistics. And I think with volume, we're going to get at or below the, the, the current cost of moving it on trucks. In terms of our waterfront, any modifications necessary in order to do this or limited modifications? We have to pave our port a little bit because right now we're moving steel and coil and it's kind of bumpy and gravelly. Brand new cars need nice asphalt or smooth pavement, so we're going to spend a little bit of money there. But what's good about this the vessel that we're looking at, it only has a 10-foot draft. It's very versatile. It can pull up almost any location. Many of the auto companies have riverfront properties, and so we can even avoid that first mile on the on the uh, 
uh, in the car. Uh, can the you use existing shipping that's available, or do you have to modify s- some of the the the, uh, the floating infrastructure sure. here? Uh, under federal law, when we go from a U.S. port to a U.S. port, we need a Jones Act vessel, which means it has to be manufactured in the U.S. U.S. flag. But the good news is that there are a lot of vessels that are used in the in the Gulf of Mexico. They're called OSVs, offshore supply vessels. They are very versatile. They're like the pickup truck of the uh, of the waterways. They can be retrofitted with basically a parking lot on the back, and we can move 200 F-150s in one shot. And so it's uh, we, we will need more vessels to be built, but there's quite a few that are available right now. Talk to me about what else is happening on, with the port. We know that there was some news made last week or the week before about a Viking uh, cruise ship that came through. It did not dock downtown. It found docking elsewhere. Um, but you're doing a, still a tremendous amount of cruise traffic. Oh, it's our best year ever. Uh, the the uh, Our cruise ship dock was built for the, what most of the cruise ship companies have on the waters today. Viking came in with a vessel that was 250 feet longer than the typical Great Lakes cruise ship. Many people don't know about Great Lakes cruising, but it's a it's a growing industry. We have over 40 dockings this year alone. Uh, these are great for the local economy. The average uh, passenger gets off in Detroit and spends $150 per person uh, in the local economy visiting all of our sites. Uh, it's, it's a great thing for the area, and um, we expect it to continue to grow. About how many passengers per vessel? Uh, anywhere from 150 to 350. The Viking was even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's high, you know. These are expensive cruises, and so folks with uh, mostly retirees. With wanna, means. With means. They want to spend a little money, learn about the uh, the local uh, industries, and they can visit Cleveland, New York, or Cleveland, Toronto, Chicago, and Detroit all in one trip. And for the most part, when, when you see them get off, uh, what kind of passports are they carrying? Are they domestic passengers, or are they international? Mostly U.S., mostly U.S. Okay. retirees, but there are a few international ships that bring in Europeans. Uh, they like to see the fall colors, and they go up to Mackinac, where we are, and, and even into the U.P., and uh, they're just exploring. That's terrific. So where, where and how do we continue to expand and, and continue the momentum? Um, I think, well, we are looking at uh, building a second dock because we're getting so many cruise ships coming in. Uh, we may need to handle more than overlap. We may have to have more than one at a day uh, in, a, in a single day. So uh, we're looking at additional properties. Maybe some uh, existing property owners would be willing to let us um, lease some of their frontage. Will the state finance that, or is that going to be a county uh, investment? Um, we, or the, do we look towards we, the natural trust fund? The, and the, the initial dock was, was federally funded, okay. and so we'll look at the combination. Um, you know, docks are expensive. It was about $7 million for the first one, and, and we charge about $1,200 for each docking. So it doesn't quite pay for itself, um, but but it's great to have uh, the the visitors come in and see the area. Well, you've got an awful lot of Congress people that you can access uh, here, Mark, and yeah. I'm sure they'd be happy to put an earmark for Mark and yes. support uh, in, the, in one of those appropriations bills. Yeah, they could, you know, they've got their list that they've, uh, and they, they, they've got that stuff they want to bring up. What do they call it? It's, pork is such an ugly word. But one person's pork is another's asset that oh, can yeah. bring in tourism dollars to Detroit. It's great. And we've, been, we've actually been blessed with some earmarks 
mm-hmm. to improve our facility, reduce our energy footprint. And so both Senator Stabenow and Peters have come through with some, some energy-saving uh, earmarks for us. All right. Your ship did come in then. Oh, it certainly did. <laughs> right, Mark. Thanks so much. Good luck with the new distribution effort for the auto with the automotive application. We'll look for those vessels on the on the river and on the lakes. Guy, I really appreciate it. Thank it's great you. Great to have you. All right.